0: Welcome to the Doubt Every Thought Podcast, showing you the simple way of returning to God through forgiveness, knowing thyself, and doubting every thought. If you've been looking for peace in life and want to be a part of the revival, you've come to the right spot. So sit back, relax, and return to God. So hello everyone, welcome again to another episode of the Doubt Every Thought Podcast. Today we have the number two fan of the podcast, (laughs) I didn't say what name I should give you. Should it be R or should it be the full name? Or what, what do you want to do for this one? <laughs>
1: I, I don't know. You can tell them my name is
0: fine. Okay, cool. So we have Rosalind on the podcast. She's the number two fan of the show because I am the number one and I'm the most important. <laughs> and Rosalyn, you're actually, um, uh you're actually in the Philippines, right? And yeah. you have quite a lot of lockdowns going on there compared to, you know, where I am, you know, where, where things are in the U S. It's just kind of, people try to tell you what to do, but for the righteous people, you just walk around and just deal with it. But, um, I just know from my own experience, uh, when I look at what's going on in the rest of the world, it seems like things are pretty extreme. And, um, you, you had even like sent me a photo of like these passes, these quarantine passes or something that, um, is going on there. So, What's kind of, What's kind of the whole situation going on in Manila where you're at?
1: First <laughs> and foremost, hi guys. <laughs> My name is <laughs> Roslyn. I'm a virtue fan of the podcast. Yep. And um, like in terms of like the COVID situation, we have been in some sort of a lockdown since March 2020. So it's been over a year already. But like since August 6th, um, wow. they started to put us back in the strictest lockdown ever. And wow. so we're unable to like go out and uh, like the children are not allowed to go out, the old people are not allowed to go out. And so if you do need to um, buy essential stuff like food, when you go to the grocery wow. or other establishments wow. like that, um, you would have to present uh, like a quarantine wow. pass, like a little piece of paper that says that like you're allowed to go. Now I don't have that. I don't personally have that. So, in order for me to go to the grocery yesterday, I had to borrow that from someone else. Good thing it doesn't have yep. a name. <laughs> I, was but, a, um, I was
0: about to say, uh, allegedly, you don't have allegedly. one, but uh,
1: <laughs> stay I really honor. don't. I really don't, which is why since August 6th, yesterday um, was the only time that we were able to go to the grocery because I, I didn't know how I was going to do it. Yeah. So, it's uh, like the, the situation here is very much different from the States, I guess, because like, you have a lot more freedom. But over here, um, like, when you go to, like, public places, we're not only required to wear masks, but we are also required to wear uh, face shields on top of it. And then, like, now in order for us to go out, we have to use a quarantine pass, which is really (laughs) crazy, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, if that's what they think they need to do, then, you know, just gotta follow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, at least for now. And. So if if you like take off the face shield or something, do like the police mm-hmm. come up and do something, or is it just like, you know, social pressure, everyone's just telling everybody to do it? What's it kinda of like?
1: Well, every once in a while people would look at you in you know, a not so nice way. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> <laughs> It's the story of my life.
0: Right. Every day everywhere I go. I get that face, with <laughs> or <laughs> without the face, she yes. Right, right, right.
1: And then um, there would be personnel who would tell you to um, wear them properly, especially if you're inside um, a certain establishment. Um, in my case, though, because I was, um, because I'm also wearing um, eyeglasses on top of all of that, I mean, um, I I don't want to wear it properly anymore. Which was nice because yesterday no one asked me to wear it properly maybe because when we got there like the store was almost closing already So there weren't a lot of people anymore.
0: Yeah when when the lockdowns were really intense here Um, even though I still went without wearing it um, I always would go in the evenings to the grocery store because You know, they tend to not care as much and they also they're just tired mm-hmm. and so they don't want to deal with the discussion with the <laughs> six foot four, you know 200 and, whatever pound dude at like eight (laughs) o'clock at night, you know? (laughs) So it makes it much more easier for me. But I'm just amazed at how the fear, um, there seems there to be a lot of fear over this imaginary or just invisible thing that, you know, people seem to fear that more than the kingdom of God only, you know? And like, like we kind of say on the podcast, right? Doubt every thought Mm -hmm. that most your thoughts will tell you all these things about oh, the lockdowns are horrible or, oh, you know, things are going to be fine. Whatever your thoughts are telling you in your head, just ignore it because it's meant to pull you away from the present moment. And it seems like you've just done a great job of navigating that because when you don't know, um, you wait and see. And I I actually kind of forgot to mention the people. Rosalind is a daughter of God, allegedly. Uh, Uh, She has...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a very good word to say.
0: Yeah, allegedly, could it be that she's a daughter of God? She has gone and forgiven. Um, so for the three simple steps, like we always talk about, uh, number one is go and forgive. So you let go of resentment with your mother and father, and you did that with um, you did that with okay. your mother, right? Mm-hmm. How'd that gonna kind of go from you? Go for you? Like, for a lot of people, when they talk, when they hear like go and forgive, they don't really understand what it means, even though I've explained it like a hundred times. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe you can explain what your experience was like going to forgive. Like, did you walk to your mom, did you call her, like, how did it logistically work out and what was it kind of like when you actually did that?
1: Um, I guess it's, it's not as dramatic and as amazing as, as other people's experience. I'd be honest, I did that even even though um it it doesn't like really make sense that much to me before i right. just called my mom because um she lives in a faraway area so like i just you know told her that i forgive her and she was just she was just listening the entire time um we can hear the airplane yeah, passing we can. by <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: so I, was just, I i told her that i forgive her and she was just listening to me the entire time i was kind of like expecting a violent reaction but she was just calm the entire time and um, i explained to her why and i told her that i know that you did what you um, possibly could during that time and um you know i'm i'm glad i somehow still turned out well but interestingly (laughs) though like She was just very calm during that entire moment. So nothing crazy happened But interestingly though months after that months after I did that God was you know Just slowly showing me as to what are the things that I need to forgive her for and when I saw that I was like Oh, okay. All right, but I have already forgiven her. So it doesn't you know, it doesn't do do anything anymore now. So
0: you you kind of like let go of it So it's like you went to go forgive not exactly sure to forgive but then later on how did you I'm kind of wondering the picture of just how you actually um, kind of like, you know, when you realized, Oh, I need to forgive her for these things later on. Was it kind of like a thought that came to you, you know, where it's one of those situations where you're thinking like, what do I need to forgive her for? And then you're like, Oh, it's supposed to be for that one time. She hit me with a wooden spoon, you know, or, or was it more like, you know, a revelation, you know, where it was like, you just knew what to do. What was that kind of like, like, when, when you talk about God telling you things, a lot of people imagine it to be this weird, you know, you sit quietly and then God speaks in a really deep voice like mine, but, or, or does he kind of like, or is it kind of like, a how does kind of God speak to you in that way? Is it this voiceless voice? I'm always trying to figure that out because I know what it is for me, but maybe for others, it'd help them understand from your perspective as a woman, as a daughter of God, (laughs) what what, what it's like. So I just want to know what you kind of thought about that
1: um ever since um waking up i'm noticing that i have more and more moments wherein i just like out of nowhere come up with something and then i just do it and i guess you can say that that's how the revelation works and um that's also what happened when i went to to forgive my mom i was just working i was in the middle of working and i was like i just feel like taking a break and then just i don't know i'm like why don't they call my mom now and so i did and so <laughs> <laughs> i just told her right there and then um it wasn't just that particular moment there were also a lot of um, times wherein um something would just come up to me and i would just do it or, or i would say it because i know that if it's something that I've spent time to think about, then that's not going to work. Because it wasn't me, right? It was like him right. talking or thinking right. through me. That's really interesting so,
0: like how simple it was for you. Because I know like a lot of times we try to tell these crazy stories where it's like, um, like, oh, I went to go forgive. And as I was walking to go to my parents, God was telling me, or Satan was telling me, my thoughts were like, oh, they're going to shoot you with a gun that they don't have. Or, oh, they're going to stab you. Or you shouldn't do this. They're going to hate you. They're going to disown you. And then you go do it. And then there's this magical moment of release. But sometimes when you go and forgive, um, it's kind of like what you're saying, Rosalind. It's just, you go and forgive. Your mother listens. She says, okay, you know, I'm glad you see this. And then uh, you go back to work, you know? And so I just, I find that really interesting. um, That sometimes that initial wake up process is this really small step that happens But then what I've noticed as we talk, because I talk to you quite often, you just kind of seem to keep on growing into the light. And, you know, what I'm wondering now is, you know, where you used to be as a daughter of Satan (laughs) to where you are now as a daughter of God, kind of um, where do you kind of see the differences or how are you thankful that you see it this way? Is this been a challenge for you to grow into the light? what's it kind of like being on the other side and not no longer being like you know a complete stranger to god
1: (laughs) there's a dog barking in the background
0: (laughs) yeah sometimes people can hear that but it's totally fine because if they can't handle it well they can suffer and die (laughs) (laughs) so you can totally keep it on it's not not a big deal at all but um yeah what what is that like between like before and after what's that like for you
1: this is probably just Satan trying to distract us. Oh, yeah. He doesn't always. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt that thought, but, Rosalyn. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like for me? It's been amazing. <laughs> it's been amazing.
0: As JLP um, would say, amazing. <laughs>
1: I don't know if I heard that right. I think one of your questions was like, was it the struggle for me to, to wake up and be doing all these things? Is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Just kind of like before and after. What's What's it like? you know what was like before what's it like now just whatever you want to take that
1: well I guess I first want to tell you guys that I myself have just been like very amazed as to how this all happened um, so it was you who introduced me to all of this to to JLP to Roy um, very interestingly one of the first things that I asked you when we started talking is that like oh well, you have such an awesome voice are you? A, do you have a podcast or are you a radio host or something? Right. And, <laughs> and look at us now, five months later, I'm in the show. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But, but, but the reason I said that was because um, I just wanted to say that the very first time that I heard about this, like this way of faith, this way of um, returning to God, which is like super easy. Like I'm, I'm instantly so and um Mm, i am just i'm just super amazed because it seemed like i have been so hungry for this um for this information for this um learning my entire life um that the first time that i had a chance to encounter it i'm like that's it i'm going to do something like that (laughs) yeah um so it wasn't like a very easy uh journey in the past because um i grew up in a very i guess you could say a a strict catholic family and um i remember that when i was uh, very little when my grandmother was still with us we do like crazy like things when it comes to to religion we do these um repetitive prayers i even remember that we have this um small booklets wherein um there's quote-unquote prayers in there and that we have to read them like over and over again and I couldn't understand any of it at the time right but um, the, the only thing that I can remember was that I like reading so whenever they asked me to read I would but I can't like really understand any of it
0: that's so
1: funny fast, fast forward to when I'm older Um, I also tried going from one church to another because the the where I'm at like the whole Catholic thing it didn't really make any sense to me, um so I tried to go to different Christian churches and other religions right. as well but I always find myself that after attending a church or like a service I would just go back to the old me
0: right like, right
1: like 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 God <laughs> is like a separate um a separate being that is only present on Sundays something like that.
0: Come yeah. to
1: Saturdays, I'm just back to my old self. Compared to what it is now, um, it's every day, like from the moment that I wake up, I do the silent prayer, to the time that I'm getting ready to sleep, I do the silent prayer. It's like every day, all the time, I have God with me, and it just, it just feels amazing.
0: Right, um, and it's, it's not like you have God with you in this weird way where, you know, a lot of religious people are like, and hey, God's with me. You know, and you're just looking at them like, you're crazy. <laughs> you know, it's a different, um, kind of what you describe with, you know, going to the Catholic church and then going to other churches. You always get this weird vibe whenever you go into those things where you're just watching people and you're looking at them like, I don't like you. <laughs> Not like in this judgmental way, but you're just looking at them like, this doesn't really make sense. And we had talked about this, Roslyn, about having a seeking heart. And that's the only qualification that you need um, to be able to um, really find God. It's funny, I got sound too, because my roommates are walking around. How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they heard we're recording. But um, it, I totally just forgot what I was saying. But it's totally just one of those things where um, that seeking heart idea, I heard that from Roy, where all you need is to have that urge or that inclination towards righteousness. And You either do or you don't it's it's not like this. You can develop it yourself. You just know if mm-hmm. you do and you know if you don't mm-hmm. um, And is that something you kind of felt you always had you were always like I know I know I don't know But I know that this isn't it but I'm trying my best but at the same time I don't really care. You know, it's it you're kind of like we're in multi-minds. Is, was that kind of the case for you, too?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another thing from Roy that you shared to me that I really like is um one of the best ways to know what the truth is, is by knowing what it's not right. Right. I remember that, right. (laughs) I do. I do remember. Um, So, (laughs) so yeah, it's kind of like that, to be honest, I, I didn't know what I was looking for. I just know that whenever I go from one place to another, I know that this is not it. And, and in my situation, it's kind of, I guess a little difficult to, to go against, um, what i've grown up to because like that means i'm going against my family that means i'm going about the traditions that a lot of people before me were doing right for many years right i just know that it was not working for me i didn't know what i was looking for but i know for a fact that i was always wondering that do i always have to go through this kind of cycle which is like go to um church on sundays and then mondays to saturday days i'm back to my old self i can't consistently do the things that they're telling me to do because i just i just don't feel like it
0: right is a cycle
1: that i always have to go through just in order for me to be close to god one day a week and it doesn't feel right but i i just didn't know what to do you know back then i wasn't trying hard so much but you know every once in a while I would go to to a church I would talk to different people and then it's it's crazy because they would have these weird systems that they would ask you to hey come back with like five other people next Sunday (laughs) invite your friends invite this and this and that or hey give us your money this certain percentage or hey do your your devotions like (laughs) <laughs> every night and I would try to do it only for a few days and then afterwards I would just stop because it's not making any sense to me because after doing all those things I'm still back to the same old self.
0: Right. You know? it... <laughs> and it's like the people that
1: I'm seeing it's like they're just doing it because they someone told them to do it and because someone's monitoring them to do, that, to do it and that doesn't seem right to me. And I right. didn't know it back then. I didn't know that it you know that it's not right. It's just, it just doesn't seem right to me, which is
0: why I just stop. Right, exactly. You just naturally it wasn't that you thought about stopping, you're just like, This is stupid. You know so.
1: <laughs>
0: It's okay to say that now. I'm not saying you say that now. But you're like back then you're like, This is retarded, why would I do this? Okay. Stupid like, Christians. <laughs> stupid Christians <laughs> So Rosen had this joke. I was talking with her. She listened to one of the podcasts and then um, she had a really funny joke about how Jacob um Jacob was just like stupid christians (laughs) it was really funny because because jacob and i are so holy whenever we co-host together it's just really funny to have somebody else the second uh second number fan of the podcast actually call it out (laughs) but it's it's so funny like it it truly is true how how dumb most the other things are and people just follow it because it's kind of what you said uh tradition Mm -hmm. you know if if because everyone else is doing it, well, it must be right. You know, right. if everybody else is doing right. this, There's well,
1: power in numbers, they said.
0: There is. There's definitely true for sheep. Sheep like numbers. They don't like being alone. <laughs> <laughs> am I claiming that I'm a lion? Allegedly. <laughs> yes, I am. Rar. Rar. Rar That'll be the name of this podcast. <laughs>
1: But yeah, another fun. thing is another thing is because it's not just because of tradition. It's also because We didn't know that we can actually question it or we didn't know that there's a better way to it you Yeah, know? you I had
0: uh, you had mentioned this one thing about how All right, you like the joke I made like how there isn't a hierarchy between you and God How <laughs> I mean? Yeah, the natural hierarchy right is God Christ man woman child right? It's That's just naturally how it works but in most religions you have the slightly more educated person you have the priest you have the priest assistants they're above you then you have like the deacon dude and then you have the deacon's boss and it goes all the way up to the pope and they each get more and more closer to god so like Mm -hmm. the the guy at the top is like oh let me uh, i have a preferred line to god right (laughs) and then you're sitting down below like oh i'm not not worthy right but (laughs) When you woke up and really realized God's within you and he's actually talking to you right now like in this conversation too he's talking to me he's talking to you in the voiceless voice that must have been kind of nice to realize like you know that that path is really stupid this path actually oh, makes a lot of sense well, <laughs> God's and actually and you, with you
1: thought you actually have your own direct line to God it doesn't have to go through anyone at all
0: right right <laughs> so, so I always like, laugh. if I
1: have If I have a very big prayer I would have to get in contact with the Pope because he's he is allegedly the closest one to God. Yeah, could it be (laughs) he's supposed to
0: (laughs) the single guy in white robes wearing a weird hat that looks like a phallic object, you know, allegedly sitting on a crown of crown of gold is supposed to be closer Mm. to God than, you know, the humble man or woman who works hard and has faith and you know, has a farm and a homestead and a family. Like, it's, it's fascinating how we get caught up in our thoughts and believe just because someone has worldly titles, you know, if someone is a CEO, they're more important than me, right? Or if somebody is um, the manager, you know, they're more important than me. You know, it's the same thing with religion. Just because somebody says they're more holy or they got that five-year degree from that seminary school or they allegedly know how to give a sermon, which they practice every day and night, sodomites. it doesn't actually mean they're closer you know and now you're on that other side I kind of wanted to know from your perspective what's it like every morning and every night when you sit quietly with God like what does it kind of feel like you know is it hurt is it nice is there insights what's it kind of like man?
1: well it feels amazing not to be a sodomite anymore
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a great line (laughs) <laughs> i was
1: on my way to sodom land before and then sodom land god, god was like hey rossi hey rossi that's enough come back come back to me it's it's not so, hell it's I it's sodom
0: land <laughs> oh sodom land okay that's so funny <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah every morning and every night um whenever i do this prayer and i've told you this uh before already that um when it comes to the silent prayer, I feel like we should just really do it because like you said, it's kind of like putting an armor to prepare you for the day or to prepare you for the night. Um, in my opinion though, it kind of it's like working out to mm. make the you stronger, the real you stronger in order for you to identify better the not you and right. also to um, be prepared for the moments when God is going to reveal to you something and interestingly those revelations don't like necessarily happen during the silent prayer time it happens um, randomly during the day and uh, you can't like really expect it because if you do there you go again
0: that's <laughs> believe well. in your thoughts <laughs> yeah that's exactly. actually a real good point I think a lot of people I had considered that how when you do the silent prayer that might not be the location where revelation occurs Mm-hmm. You know, revelation could occur 20 minutes after when you're making, um, you know, stir-fried chicken or stir-fried rice. <laughs> I I, suddenly, I need to I give you that recipe. Um, it could happen in those moments or when you're actually at work or when somebody's really animated and angry towards you. Right mm-hmm. then you have this insight like, oh, wow, like that's not them. That's actually they're possessed by something, you know, right, and right. you get that insight and then you're thankful and then you see it for yourself about how even when you were unrighteous and you were a sodomite, you realized it wasn't even you doing it; it was just something else inside of you, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like I always got to bring up Mr. Paul, right? You know, <laughs> what does Paul say? Gonna <laughs> invite Paul?
1: him to the podcast? Come yeah.
0: on! <laughs> yeah, knock, 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 knock. Who's there? He'll be like, hey, Paul. He's just like, oh, why do I do the things I don't, <laughs> don't want to do? How come I can't do the things I want to do? Okay, thanks, Paul. Now get out. Okay. thanks <laughs> that's all we need you for yeah (laughs) and once he realized he wasn't the things that he didn't want to do the inclinations, the unrighteousness the sodomy um, the judgment, judging himself and judging others, once you truly understand that you don't want to do those things and that's Mm -hmm. not even you you realize that of yourself you can do nothing but also for other people too of themselves, they can't do anything either because that's not even their fault in the first place. They're just following mm-hmm, their thoughts right. They're following Satan. And you just, I think you said it one time, you know, sometimes they just need to keep on suffering. <laughs>
1: it, I actually got that from Jacob when he, when he said sometimes you just have to really suffer, like at the end of one of the podcasts.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one. it's like sometimes i just need to keep on suffering man like jesus
1: so no no no, i remember the line suffer if you need to
0: suffer if you need to (laughs) Oh, that's so funny well that's i mean so far yeah yeah i just
1: also would like to to add that um most of the time um you want you just know that you don't want to be like this anymore Um, you don't want to be like that anymore and you want to do something else, but you just don't know how to do it. And I would want to say that don't even worry about it at all because God's just going to show you all you have to do is to focus on the things that you need to do, the day-to-day things that you need to do. And, um, of course, do the silent prayer every morning and every night. And then, you know, just just, just stick to God. Eventually, He's going to to show you what you need to do. And, And it's not even... It's it's not even just those um, like just the bad things. It could be like even really simple things, you know. Mm-hmm. When when it when there are moments when you don't know what to do about something or you have options but you don't know what to pick, just just let it go. Don't worry about it. When you're not very sure about something, just completely let it go, and then God's eventually just gonna show you how to do it. When it comes to the unrighteous things, that's definitely um, what it's like for me. I actually did not know that I just stopped doing those things. It They just, you know, just, just one day I woke up and I'm like, I don't feel like doing them anymore. I'm not even thinking about them anymore. Right. You know, so after, after weeks, after months, I'm like, oh, it's been a while since I, you know, didn't do that. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Do I feel right. like doing it again? No. <laughs> and like, oh, good.
0: Right. And you do it less and less. And it's not even like, like what you're saying. A lot of people imagine when you return to God, you have to do this, like, intense battle where... Every day, you need to fight the demon of masturbation, or fight the demon of uh, judgment, or or eating ice cream, as Jacob called me out. Thanks, Jacob. Gosh, you know, you, you you imagine that you have to do this huge battle every day, but in reality, even if you're doing that unrighteous thing, don't disappear into the imagination. Just watch yourself doing it, and you'll immediately just see how weird it is. And then eventually, like you said, Rosalind, you'll wake up and be like, Oh, I haven't. Uh, watch pornography in three weeks. What the? You know, or I haven't I wasn't done. i did not saying that. <laughs> you Allegedly,
1: say? Ross was watching pornography
0: before. Allegedly. Allegedly. She was. Could it be? And thank God she's not anymore because that would make you a super sodomite. <laughs> I know they're sodomites, but man, super sodomites. Got to watch out for them. You know, and it, it is funny how. Um, when you get into that fallen state, you think all these unrighteous things are righteous. You're like, Oh, I have the freedom to do what I want to do. I'm going to eat as much food as I want. I'm going to watch all this weird stuff. I'm going to, you know, use my body in weird ways and all this other stuff. And yeah, my
1: body, my rules.
0: Yeah. My body, my choice. You know, I'm just going to kill this kid inside me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Of course, they don't even see it as murder, abortion and things like that. And when you wake up, God kind of drops the veil in front of your eyes. And because you're willing to watch and sit quietly and not judge it, he's willing to show you more, you know? And so there'll come a time where you'll be amazed at like the insight you have. You'll have an insight. I jokingly tell people like there'll be one day where you may wake up and say, oh my God, like electricity, I shouldn't be using this. Like like, God will just show it to you because it's somehow unhealthy or it's unwise or he'll just make fun of you about eating ice cream and say, why are you doing this? Why are you poisoning your body? You know? And then, um, even when it comes to like looking unrighteously at women when they walk around, um, I've noticed recently for me, whenever there's a poorly dressed woman who poorly walks dressed. across <laughs> me, I'm trying to be nice about it, uh, <laughs> dressing like a whore. Um, <laughs> whenever I see that, you know, there's you. There used to be this inclination of like Satan saying, "Oh, look at her; she's so hot," or whatever. And now, literally, my first reaction is, "Where's her father?" You know? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> How dare you?
1: <laughs> um, excuse me, excuse me. Where's her father?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, where's your Where's your father first? And then, of course, the answer is, "Oh, he wasn't good, or he wasn't righteous, or whatever." The second question is, "Where's your husband or boyfriend?" And of course, they're probably having sex out of wedlock. They're probably mm-hmm. being a beta male. The, he's probably being unrighteous with how he's treating her body, you know, which is the temple of God. And it's a natural reaction where if the man doesn't really respect her, then she can just do whatever she wants, and she can be a daughter of Satan, you know. And so, it's all that waking up process. Um, you get all these calm insights of like, wow, like I really feel for her, but at the same time, you know, maybe let her
1: suffer was, yeah <laughs> maybe she just needs to suffer a little more and then and then she will know because there's you know that the guys who are supposed to um lead her and tell her or be like a righteous example to her are all just busy being beta males
0: beta males as uh, jlp would say and jlp for everyone listening jess lee peterson go check him out he's great um and you mentioned roy uh, roy masters who has the foundation for human understanding um mm-hmm. He did they're
1: super cool they're super cool like yeah if there's people who are you know who haven't tried listening to them they're very interesting people to listen to you're going to learn a lot for sure
0: yeah yeah of course the diary thought podcast is most interesting but <laughs> I, I totally understand if you have to listen to roy <laughs> i'll be honest guys like every time i listen to roy i'm very thankful you know it seems i really enjoy listening to him you too rosslyn right you've been kind of listening
1: to him from time to time yeah, I do listen to him from time to time, but I I have to like really pay attention because whenever he, he talks, he talks so much sense, like in every sentence, so you have to like really pay attention. But he's amazing. Yeah. You can just feel the, the sincereness, the pureness in his voice, he doesn't like use a script whatsoever. He just, you know, keeps talking and talking, but he, you know, says a lot of awesome things.
0: Yeah, he does. I mean, it's, it's something I really appreciate. You know when it happens. You have something you want to add?
1: He's already dead. <laughs> That's so <laughs> he sad. Did. <laughs> yeah, he did. he did. He really
0: did. Uh, he died recently too. I think it was a few months ago. Uh, it was
1: in April, yeah.
0: Yeah, in April. Yeah. See, Roslyn's good with dates. I'm just like, yeah, you know, died sometime in the past, which doesn't exist. So, you know, it's all good.
1: <laughs> it's probably it's probably a woman thing. I don't know if other women are also crazy about you know the dates, but. I kind of like just to remember things. you know? Yeah. April was when he was born. It was also the same month that he, he died. So.
0: Well, I will say that being crazy is a woman thing. Very true. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm totally but, David, take <laughs> <laughs> no. That's just Eve talking. Be quiet, Eve. I'm not Pretend.
1: even, even going to deny that. Or, or maybe, like, not the real. It's not the real me.
0: Right. It's just the Eve it's not even them and when we joke about women being crazy um, it's the same spirit in men when they act crazy if a man's acting emotional and crazy he has the (laughs) same exact spirit as a woman does which is the spirit of eve you know and they're just following their thoughts and they're getting emotional you know and it's have have you kind of found that now you've woken up you've similar to what you mentioned before there's just things you don't really engage in anymore Mm -hmm. and as relates to kind of being emotional where You'll see that in the, the old Rosalind, there was this temptation to, um, for something to react. You know, someone would do something, and you'd react to it and be mm-hmm. you know, animated, sad, or excited, or angry. And there must be times now where you're just like, "Oh wow!" Like old Rosalind, you know, Eve Rosalind would have uh, totally just been freaking out. But right now, I'm just sitting quietly with no reaction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes, I would um, I would watch like super angry people, um, which happens every now and then, and I was just watching them, and I was just like secretly laugh at them. I'm like, why are you so angry? Why are you so angry? <laughs> I was super super emotional before for sure. I still am right now, but not as much. Probably like maybe like thirteen point forty seven percent. It's not completely gone. It happens every now and then, and I'm not even gonna deny that. But the difference is that it's not as long and it's not as intense as before because before I was just like I would just be totally lost in my thoughts. I would just be believing everything that I'm, you know, thinking about. And now I'm like, Oh no, there's Eve all over again. How long are you gonna stay this time?
0: (laughs) Right. Right. And later on you can look back and laugh at it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like in the past, you probably would look back and feel bad about being a certain way but now you can look back and kind of laugh at it you know so it's you don't resent your own self when you become emotional which allows the trauma to leave you the unrighteousness to leave you
1: um right because i also i also like at the end of like every emotional episode like that i also know that like the real me doesn't want to be like that you know so which is why i just kind of laugh at it because like whenever it's happening Like right when it's happening. I know that it is happening, but I just can't seem to like control it, you know? It's like it's like watching something. Um like like a movie. Watching a bad
0: movie. Yep, watching a bad movie. You
1: can't change Mm -hmm. what's going on there, but you can see that it's happening. And so that's kinda what it's like to me. Like I'm I'm watching myself. It's kinda like like say for example, um I'm being super emotional and I'd be like, I think I'm about to say something mean and then I I did say something mean, I'm like, oh there you have it. And then I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just, I I just see it happening. You know, and at the end of every episode, I kind of feel bad, but I try not to stay in that um, feeling as much as possible because I know that it's not me. Right. And I also know that I don't want to be like that. It just happens. And there are times when um, I can't control it, but there are times that it just happens like really fast. Like I can immediately cast out the Eve spirit in me. I'm like, Get off me, Eve. That's enough. <laughs> I have to work. <laughs> do to make money, you know.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. You got. You got to do your thing. And I think what a good point you made there is, um, how many people do you think they don't even see it happen? They just, it happens, right? They don't even see it. I I would know say what? it's like I, most. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know anyone who can see it when it happens. I I right.
0: really don't. Right. Like,
1: Well, very often, like my friends would come to me, and then they would just tell me that they did this, they did that, and they don't, you know, they they would just think that oh, I'm I'm just really like this. I'm a woman, you know. Someone's gonna deal with this, you know. I Uh, just have to find (laughs) someone who will be able to handle me.
0: I've heard that before, where people will say like, (laughs) um, I think even Jacob said this in a previous podcast about how um, there's this assumption that all women are they're always gonna be like this and that jlp mm-hmm. would have that joke to say the man will suffer for 40 years and then right on his deathbed his wife will say oh i kind of see it and then he dies you know <laughs> and then he goes to heaven
1: thank you for suffering for the past 50 years <laughs> now you can live
0: right and then and then you live for 10 <laughs> seconds you die you go up to heaven and god's like oh good job man let's get, let's send you back down there for another 40 years and suffer <laughs> but i always find that that's not true that those are thoughts telling you that that." you know, yes, women, I think Jacob had that other point, like man must overcome women and in mm-hmm. particular, they must overcome lust and gluttony, right? Because that's what happened with Eve. But with Eve um, or with women, they must overcome Satan, right? Because you mm-hmm. guys are closer to Satan. It's not your right, fault. Right. It's just, that's Eve's fault. You know, so blame her, you know? <laughs> so blame Eve and then Eve can blame Adam and then Adam will look to God, and God sent Jesus down because he made up for it. Um, Mm -hmm. But my perspective is that women don't have to be emotional. You know, they can actually come out of that and be in the light, and you can actually become like a true daughter of God and become a righteous woman. And I really feel like you need more righteous men to be examples because just so many women don't see that example. They don't even know it's possible that guys can be... uh, You know, not lusting after their body all the time and, you know, lying to them, being deceiving. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah,
1: a a lot of women don't even know that it's a problem in the first place. Um, They just completely embrace the fact that they're always going to be like this and um, that they only, they just have to keep finding that man who will be able to tolerate that. I see that a lot with, you know, the people that I know, like in social media as well. They take pride in being the way they are. Right. And then they would always be um you know very happy to to post things about men who are you know would would send them like maybe chocolates or something to kind of make them feel better i think uh one yeah. thing
0: too there's like the saying if you can't handle me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best oh yeah yeah, yeah
1: that's, that's it. <laughs> i
0: always laugh whenever that's i see that's allegedly one of
1: the things that i was saying before allegedly <laughs>
0: <laughs> how fallen were you oh jesus <laughs> I'm totally just kidding.
1: Something that's not to be close anymore. Exactly.
0: And you know the reason why it's not discussed?
1: It's because leave. it was not me.
0: Exactly. But also because... Ta-da! ta-da. Yeah, Roslyn passed <laughs> the, uh, the, jail, the the Jacob test. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the other reason too, Roslyn, and for those listening, the reason why the past, those things shouldn't really be discussed is because they don't actually exist. Um, it's really, if we talk about it, we're bringing something... From the past, which is just the imagination and bring it to the present moment mm-hmm. and you're reliving the trauma that you've done in the past And that's what resentment is. You're taking something from the past and reliving it in the present And right. it's causing you just to relive trauma again and judge again. And that's why as a righteous man Right. Well, what, what righteous men should do is when people start talking about how bad they were or about the future about where things are going Mm -hmm. the true answer is is that that's not real that right now the present moment is what matters most you know Mm -hmm. and it's okay to talk about the future and it's okay to talk about the past but there is this you can tell by the intent when it comes to talking about those things where if they're reliving it or if they're looking back at it and you're talking about it from a Mm -hmm. yeah like you're sharing an insight yeah that's right and you know for me I tend to not talk about the past because not many insights there you know usually the right. insights are in the present moment right right <laughs> yeah and so it's just i find it to be wonderful to to have woken up and to still continue to be waking up and just to realize like i ain't, I ain't seen nothing yet you know J, jlp says that quite often like when you first wake up you're like wow like, wow as jlp would say <laughs> but you you're like um this is amazing. And then, and after a few months, you're like, uh, so this is it. (laughs) You know, and you don't realize like, no, continue the doubt every thought, continue to sit quietly with a silent prayer and be with God. And it continues to unfold where God just keeps on revealing things to you about, Oh, you're doing this one thing or, Oh, maybe you should just drop doing that. Maybe you should stop eating so much food. Maybe you should just drink only water these days. I know we joke about coffee and, uh, I know. oh dear Coffee. oh dear lord <laughs> <laughs> stimulating the body to get the mind to go you know <laughs>
1: I have something I want to say about that but I also just want to add to the previous topic about you know women and men yeah um, when you said that um, more men need to you know wake up so they can um, better guide uh, to women and they can as be examples, examples. Yeah. right um, mm-hmm. I remember when you first told me before as to how men should be and like I was like like crying like crazy at the time because I'm like, no way, like that can't be how mentioned should be and, like, you yeah, it should be like that. Because I don't know anyone who's like that. I don't know anyone who's like that, which is why it's, it's difficult to, you know, to, to be righteous because I wasn't like really seeing any righteous example around me. And it's crazy because I'm saying that, but I'm surrounded by like super quote unquote religious people, right? Allegedly. But the men are yeah. just the men are just really fallen. They are following the women instead of the other way around, and you know they just don't know that they're supposed to stand up. They they don't know that they they're supposed to lead. So yeah, that's why it's really difficult for a lot of women to to wake up because in a way we are depending on the men because as as you as you said as Jacob said that um, you just need to overcome the women and then that's it. You're good. Um, but as for us, we have this constant battle that we kind of have to, to go through because we're closer to the devil. So we have to, we are depending on the men to be right. righteous, to, to help us out. And unfortunately, even the men don't even know what they're supposed to do. So like the entire world is lost.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, we, so when
1: you told me about that, I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know anyone who's like that. Even the men, like I was thinking at the time, even the men that I think I was um, looking up to at the time, they weren't like that. No one was like that around me.
0: Yeah, and so, it's a similar situation for me, too, where uh, when I first woke up, I went through the exact same thing, Russell, and I think a lot of people go through it, too, if they choose to doubt every thought, you know, do all this mm-hmm. stuff, that you first wake up and you're like, oh my goodness, nobody's doing this. What the? Really? You know, yeah. you're just like, like literally even the most religious people you know, they, they have anger, they have judgment. You can smell the resentment on them. You can tell that they're kind of possessed by something. And literally, it's everybody. And then you go through this period of kind of like detox where you lose all these friends because you no longer really... It's not like you're trying to force them and you're not trying to wake them up, but it's just Mm -hmm. you don't want to go engage in sodomy, so why would you go to a sodomy party? You know, Why would you go engage and drink with everybody when you really just don't want to? And you go through this period of losing all your friends and it can really feel like that psalm section that talks about the valley and shadow of death where um, you're just alone allegedly alone with your thoughts when really god's with you too but you don't you're beginning to see it and if you make it through that with patience and calmness you kind of get to the other side but um it's exactly what you're saying you know when you look around at all the uh alleged men in your life which they're really just boys because they're just uh desiring the body it's it's fascinating how nobody's awake. It's right. <laughs> And the
1: whole detox thing of you know losing mm-hmm. all your friends and stuff, that's still something that I'm going through until now.
0: Yeah. I think you'd mentioned that how it's not that you're trying not to hang out with people, you're just not wanting to, to feel like talking about the same things they're talking about, like right. the vaccine and the masks and oh, political parties. Oh dear and, Oh dear Lord, <laughs> as a as Joelle Joelle would say. Would say <laughs> you know, you just—it's not that you're like walking around proselytizing, being like, "You guys need to go forgive your parents."
1: Yeah. You know, you it, did you silent prayer? <laughs> you didn't
0: do it today. Suffer. You need to
1: let go of the anger. Yeah, you you have you're to an stop, stop watching porns.
0: <laughs> be, qu- <laughs> be quiet, Satan. You're you're following <laughs> Satan. Satan's your father. You're uh, a daughter of Satan. <laughs> like, no, you don't do those things. But you just suddenly uh, find yourself. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. You were doing that initially. Never mind. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. I
1: was um, doing it secretly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably everyone. Probably everyone who, who goes through the, the waking up process would go through that moment, right? They would want to talk about it to a lot of other people. And, oh, sure. Well, you sure. had a podcast about that um, with Jacob before. You like and your how, memory. How, how dare you? <laughs> it, well, I'm a number two fan. What do you expect? I could be number one, but... You know when I give up the spot.
0: <laughs> I'll never give that up. It's mine, how dare you. <laughs> okay,
1: so I'm being number two. Yeah, you did You did talk about that. Um, that like he, w- he was asking like, how do you know if you're supposed to speak up or not? And you know, it was a very interesting response. Like you don't like really spend time thinking about it. You will know when you're supposed to do it. And when you're not supposed to do it, then it just won't happen
0: right that's that's exactly a good way to put it where and there was a period where i was i was blown away at how easy it was to return to god right like doubt every thought know thyself the sign of prayer forgive your mom and dad um and go to the diarythought.com learn more give me your money I'm kidding um, <laughs>
1: Subscribe and, to
0: our Patreon yeah, yeah, For exclusive one.
1: content Oh but I do have Whatever t-shirts that now
0: is. <laughs> Yeah my exclusive content right It's just me telling you not to watch porn That's it <laughs> um, But it's funny I do have shirts now So I could promote that But um, yeah, the it, it's just interesting Because it blows your mind How easy it is But at the same time it's a little difficult But you sit quietly, feel your fingers And that's it um, that you want to tell everybody. And then you go over this period and you realize, um, you're projecting your ego onto them. And it's Satan telling you, Hey, Hey, you need to wake up this person. You need to feel better Mm -hmm. than them. And maybe they are supposed to suffer as Jacob would say, you know, and it's all about that seeking heart where if somebody comes to you and says, Hey, you seem super holy. Uh, (laughs) they don't say that, but you get what I mean. Like they say like, um, you really seem at peace and how do you do so much? And, like, why are you so productive? And do you take drugs? Like, it's amazing. Do you take Adderall? I get asked that all the time. Do you take antidepressants? Who's your therapist? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, God's my therapist. <laughs> but um, I get asked those questions. And if people are asking, then you volunteer it. You just say, oh, you know, I just realized my thoughts are not my own and forgave, and God's my father. And you can do it better than I can. Just like Jesus said, we would do better than him. You know, and. It's an amazing feeling to know that you don't have to change anybody else's life. You can just watch them suffer and it reduces this burden where you don't feel obligated to do stuff. Has that been kind of true for you too now, Rosalind?
1: Right, right. But also like just very interesting because that's another way to, to see how thoughts work. Because like when you first initially wake up, you would have this um, feeling that, oh, you're so holy now. Oh, um, you're closer to God now. So this is something that is super amazing that you found. So why don't you share it to a lot of people? And you're thinking that it's you know, it's from God that it's because um like a lot yeah. of churches before they would always encourage you to share it to as many people as possible, and invite um like at least five people to church every Sunday. And so you you're thinking that this is probably something that you're supposed to be doing. And I'm learning the hard way. I'm learning the hard <laughs> way that the like the key word there is think because uh it's really just saying trying to tempt you to, to do that or to, to make you think that way. Because right. um, apparently uh, when it comes to thoughts, it's not just about the positive, it's not just about the negative thoughts, you can also um, tempt you with the positive ones, make you feel also oh, holy that you should be talking about this to everyone. I tried yep. that before, but um, at the end of, like, every situation like that, I'm like, why did I say that? It doesn't feel good. <laughs> it right. doesn't feel good Right. <laughs>
0: it, it's kind of like uh, casting pearls before swine, you know, mm-hmm. why would you volunteer information to someone who isn't seeking? You know, and this isn't judgment upon the people. It's just you thought if you talk about it a lot, somehow it makes you even better. But you feel worse right. later on. <laughs> and, and,
1: like, and, and you would even have the, the thought that what could go wrong? I'm, so, I'm talking about God. The reason I'm saying that is over here in our country. It's like it, it's something that you cannot go against. So when, when you talk to people, right, there are topics that they will automatically um, stop you or they would just automatically, um, you know, try to not talk about it but like when you talk about god it's like that's it no one can go against that
0: right does that make sense
1: maybe because we are a little bit more religious and you know very Catholic more um everyone when you when you talk to them about god like no one can um no one can um contradict you because otherwise everyone else will think that you're bad
0: right right it's either um it's either you're wrong or they're all wrong and so just by the numbers, they're like, there's no way we're all wrong. This person's a heretic. Burn them. <laughs> so it's just really funny to see that that intensity. And it's also, I found, as you wake up and become a son or daughter of God, and literally God can see through you, and you begin to notice this. He lets you see through other people. You can actually tell when somebody is saying something from their own source, or if they're saying it. Because they're copy pasting it intellectually from someone else. Oh yeah, Mm, it's super interesting, all the time, you know. And you first, the first thing that happens is you see it in yourself, you know. Mm. You're just like, oh man, I'm an idiot, I'm a retard, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm just saying stuff that some someone in some book wrote that makes me sound holy, you know. Oh, chapter four, verse six, or whatever the Bible is, Um, you know. And it's that's for holy people. it would
1: be like random conversations just out of nowhere they would pull out a bible bible verse on you and like uh i don't even know what that means
0: (laughs) yeah they do that and then you're like so how do i apply that you know (laughs) like a lot of um uh, some people i know the
1: verse number the chapter number the name of the book and I'm yeah. like, do you really need to like, remember all of that?
0: No, it's the word from God, and it points you back to within. But it people tend to forget God's literally here right now. Like between you and me, he's within us right now mm-hmm. talking. you know. Mm-hmm. And I jokingly say I listen to the podcast all the time because I'm the number one fan. Um, <laughs> I say that because many times when I talk through the podcast, I don't even know what I'm saying. And then later on, I go back, and I'm like, who said that? Wow. <laughs> wow! That person's amazing. Who is it? Oh, it's just me. Ah! You
1: know? <laughs> no, it was God through you. How dare you? Excellent answer. Good job. I was hoping you catch that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, when you when you truly do begin to wake up, um, and you know it's not you, God will then bless you with additional insight because He's willing to share it with you. You know, but if you assume mm-hmm. it's you who's all special and you who's God and I'm able to see this because I'm special. Well then God's just like okay, well, good luck. You wanna
1: be God? <laughs> you wanna be, you wanna replace me? Uh uh-uh, uh yeah. that's happening. That's yeah, that's well happening.
0: it's more that he'll let you. He'll be like, Okay, well, if you really want to then go for it. But uh <laughs> you're not gonna have a good time. You know, it's oh. it's kinda it's kinda like, you know, if you have a God creates this farm for you and you're the son and he created these walls that protect you and all this stuff. And then you start trying to hop over the fence. And he's just like, dude, bro, like I got the garden. I got animals. I gave you a woman. Like, what else do you want? Like, what's wrong with you? And then he's just like, I, I just want to leave. And then God's just like, okay, well, okay. like, good luck. And you jump over the fence and there's all these wolves. You're like, oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then then you're too afraid to go back because you have egg on your face, you know, and it's embarrassing but he'll accept you back in if you're willing to humble yeah. yourself you yeah just
1: like like the prodigal son story
0: exactly exactly that's exactly the story and you know it's this fascinating thing well satan will try to make you think that you're not good enough right mm-hmm. that you can't be saved so just keep on being a sodomite you know or take pride in your um being a debauchery somebody told me that recently they're just like well i take pride in being a degenerate you know and <laughs> I was just like, well, at least, you know, so do I, so yeah, <laughs> <am I alert? laughs> you know, it's just really funny to me how, um, that's okay. And I wish them well, but I do know they're going to suffer and they are suffering and dying in this moment. And it's crazy. So I just, I just enjoy it overall. Cause I look at things now and it all makes sense and mm-hmm. I'm all thankful for it.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, that, that's another thing, too, regarding your question earlier, what it's like to be um, on the other side. Um, right now, I'm just doing the, thing, the things that make sense to me. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not doing this right. because you have such an awesome voice that I'm, like, totally convinced. No, it's because it makes <laughs> sense to me. The best thing, really, that has ever happened and that even compared to the other things someday is, you know, me returning to God and me finding this or you leading me to this which is a very very simple way to go back to God it doesn't have to be very complicated there's no like 10 steps that I need to do um, right I don't have to be doing all those crazy things and have people monitoring me all the time I just like naturally do them because they make sense because they make sense and you yeah. know finally finally I found something that I can stick to that I can yeah. um, live with and that I can actually um, you know Kind of like fight for you know,
0: yeah, you you know for yourself, and that's right. what I always say on the right. podcast um, because a lot if, of
1: if you would just like blindly be following someone what makes you different from Like the the Pharisees and the other people who thinks that they've woken up, but really they're just like, you know, blindly Following things and people.
0: Yeah, exactly um, there's so many the things that are promoted in society want you to be a parrot of that thing you know so even in the conservative movements there are certain people in those movements where um, you will watch them and listen to them and make them your own god in a way because Mm -hmm. you just want to listen and follow somebody else and that's for like conservatism and liberalism and scientism and all these other isms Um, but then it comes also to religion Where people will go to a church because the pastor has all this energy and vibrato and, you know, practice and they know the truth and through them, they'll lead you to Jesus, which will lead you to God, you know, and it's, you don't actually know for yourself. And for those waking up initially, when you wake up, you really realize how little, you know, you know, how little you actually know for yourself. And like Rosalind's saying, when I talk with her and hang out there and all that stuff. I'm not there trying to brainwash her, you know, to say like, oh, I need you to believe me and I keep on reiterating things until I hypnotize you. Um, Mm -hmm. It's literally like, I want you to know for yourself. The analogy we gave is like on a motorcycle, the guy's driving it, but the girl's behind, but he wants to make sure that she's looking too, so she knows for herself. This was um, an example that Richard gave. And sometimes the woman may actually see something that you don't see and she'll tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, what about this? You know, what about that? And the man, if he knows it's righteous, will say, oh, that is the right way. Thank you. You know, and then she goes back to her role behind the man. They keep on going, you know, and so that's how it should be. But first off, most guys aren't even worthy to have the motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) They're not even like maintaining their motorcycle. They don't even have a license. They don't have the money to buy it. There's no insurance. And they don't even know how to ride it. You know so <laughs> that's a funny analogy <laughs>
1: what makes them think that they can have a woman in the first place
0: right let alone a motorcycle to ride on like you're just walking right now like first get a motorcycle before you get a woman because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you're both walking to hell because <laughs> there's just so much basically everyone's walking to hell if you go with god he'll give you a motorcycle. And that's the moment where you can choose to ride it to hell <laughs> or turn around and ride it to heaven. And that's, I chose to go that direction. And if you get a woman along the way to hop on, then you can pull her out of hell as well by example. What a great right. analogy.
1: <laughs> and, and also if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, it's not going to last long. Eventually God's just going to destroy it because it's not right. Because it's right, not, you know, right. it's not, it's not meant to be. Yeah. Um, it doesn't Some, feel that way for me.
0: Yeah. Yes. I think that's the other thing too is that as you grow more into the light rostlin it has it been like you've become more and more secure you feel more grounded in reality is, is that right. kind of the case for you
1: yes yes but also um staying mostly in the present because it's it's all you need um there are a lot of people who likes to to talk about the future and you know to tell you about this tell you about that but you don't even know that that's all in the future or they kind of want to like to keep discussing about some things that are that happened in the past. Like you have to believe me because I'm like this because I'm like that. Like wait, right. you know what? Stop. Let's I've always back been to like the this. Yep. Yeah, let's go I've back always to the been present. like this. What's happening in the present? What it is that say? You can tell me about the now. This is where God is.
0: That's actually a great point because so many people live not in the present. They live in their old imagination of who they used to be. And so they think they can't change, and so then they start living the imagination, they imagine hypothetical situations, and then the present moment passes, and now they're living in the future, and they're worried about the future, and that's most people. They're not in the present moment, feeling their fingers, looking at the people around them, and it's literally like possession. Most people in this realm are possessed or hypnotized just by something else, by their intellect, by science, by feminism by um, MGTOW or guys trying to be too tough or macho they're hypnotized mm-hmm. by pornography um, okay. usury by believing they're their own god or new ages new, new ageism you know that's the newest thing these days and in reality it's just you're all hypnotized by the same thing they think it's all different but it all goes back to the same source which is just darkness just Satan
1: Right.
0: but they think it's not
1: and interestingly, like like what Roy said, um, people don't even see it. They just go from one um, hypnotism to another,
0: yep, because yep. Um,
1: they think they're doing the wrong thing, and then they will be introduced to a certain religion, and they think they will be better. But as it's turning out, they're just, you know, they're just changing from one hypnotism to, to another, but they don't know that. They don't see that. Right. and they're They, still, they um, need. They're um,
0: still blind. Yeah. They yeah. They're so blind, and they also need constant re. Reconfirmation, so that's why you have to go to church every Sunday That's yeah. why you have to watch all of the same shows every single day to rehypnotize you into how they think and It's true for religion. It's true for the news. It's true for talk shows podcasts um, It's true for your job as well. You keep getting refreshed into certain training. That's why they talk about company culture It's the same thing. They're trying to train you to be hypnotized their way and at the end of the day it's just one hypnosis to the next. You're getting constantly refreshed and then you go home and you're exhausted because you, being hypnotized is hard. And So you need to drink, you need to eat ice cream, you need to watch porn, you need to be a sodomite, you know, all those certain things.
1: You need to and binge so, watch Netflix. You yeah. have to drink a lot of coffee. Uh,
0: oh, and for dude. me recently, <laughs> how dare you, Rosslyn. Um For me, it was like recently I was just binge watching Roy. You know, Roy masters and I was aware of it. I was aware of it, you know, and even Roy says that too. Like sometimes um, It's okay to get attached to certain things if their intent is pure. So like um, Sometimes it happens on the podcast where people get attached to me Right super attached to me and not realizing it's God talking through me Mm -hmm. And once you clarify that they can still be enjoy listening. It's like, you know, nourishment for the soul but there's a different way of listening where you're not constantly holding on to their words every day, but you appreciate it. You see it for yourself. You say, that's great. And you move on to the next thing and you just live that righteous life, you mm-hmm. know, and it's great that you're able to see that now and you're able to be in the light. I mean, is there anything else you kind of want to share with people? I, I didn't realize we've been talking for about an hour now, but, uh, <laughs> been, been a pretty good time <laughs> yeah I also,
1: did, I also didn't realize that well there's there's a lot of things there's a lot of things actually um one other thing that, that i just want to add to what you're saying is that i think it's good that every now and then you would check yourself to to find out who is your actual god you know mm-hmm. sometimes um even if you think you are doing holy things it's turning out that god is no longer your god but inside the the podcast house or like Roy it could also be, you know, JLP. Right, could right. also be the food that you're eating. So I think just the the key thing is to just always be aware as to what's happening and, and from there you will know what to do. Yeah. Um
0: and seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be given to so you. <laughs> <laughs> the birds do you know and what, and
1: the bees you know what's the verse in chapter is I that's. I don't know man. I don't
0: know the Bible. It's like it's the it's the I'm sure you know.
1: <laughs> because there's there is there's only very few verses that I know about the Bible. I know that that's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I think. It's What's because that? a lot of people, you know, <laughs> a lot of people who tried to recruit me in their church told me that so many times before. That's so funny. There's probably a lot of things that I would like to add, but we are going to be way past the time.
0: Way past so. the normal time that we do. But I guess it sounds like I have to have you back on again.
1: We'll see about that. Ah, it's great really job. Great though, right? <laughs> 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 Hi, <JLP. laughs>
0: That's so funny. And for everybody else who's been waking up and is on the path, uh, diarythought.com. And then you can check out the silent prayer that we have. It's just sit with your fingers, know thyself. We have the three simple steps, which, again, I mean, I know we're not supposed to have steps to waking up, but um, I framed it that way. But use let go of resentment, forgive your parents. Same step and you know thyself by doing the silent prayer by feeling your fingers and sitting quietly Mm -hmm. every morning, every night. And like the name of the podcast, Roslyn, what's the third step? Doubt
1: every thought
0: (laughs) 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 You did a wonderful job, Rosalind. So everybody, um we'll see you again on the podcast. (laughs) Your first time. Yeah, first time, second uh, most important uh, listener. <laughs>
1: first, first time doing something like this ever. I hope it's I didn't so mess fun. it up so much. You didn't
0: mess it up so much. And for everyone else who's listening, we'll see you again next week on the Diver Thought Podcast. Take care.